Hello and welcome to the Navy Blue Corner. I'm Ian, joined as always by my good mate, Lockie. And we are here for our round nine match build-up show to preview our clash against the Western Bulldogs. Look, it's another big test for against a team that is competing for a spot in the eight. There's plenty mm-hmm. to talk about, so let's get stuck into it. We'll kick things off where we always do with the what do we want to see oh, from no. the easiest way to then reflect on it. It's almost that you, you get into the ground, you're sitting down before the game, and you're thinking to yourself, obviously we want to win, but what are the other things I'm hoping to see from this contest? Lockie, what do you got for me? Oh, wow. Good to be back, mate. <laughs> Happy to be recording again. I'm in a good mood heading into this game. I don't really have clear things I want to see, though. Let me. I'm just going to put myself... How about you kick things seat. off? I, I need to I need to put myself in my seat for a second. Um, imagine dance uh, the dance cam is happening <laughs> pre-game. What do I want to say? So you, you you kick us off. Look, what you're telling me there is that you did no sort of research. No. You didn't really do any pre pre-game anything to this to this. You, is this how we're going to be? No, no thought. You put no thought into this. Is what you're telling me, and I have to carry it. Like always. Yeah, this is how we're starting this episode. Okay, like, it's going to be one of those I'm in episodes. the chair. It's good to hear. I've got the pie. I've already downed some some chippies. I'm ready to go. And I'm okay. going to kick things off. We're thinking about that dance cam, thinking about what's happening in the stands. And it's, I want to hear the fans in full voice. Wow, it's another sellout. Be, it's another big a one. Out, a, a, a big conversation has been around the fans leaving and the booing and whatnot. But, mate, we've come yeah. out again. We've come out again in full force. It's a sellout. And I think that was a bit of a concern, wondering if we lost the fans, is, is everyone going to jump off and, and not go to these games? But, mate, we've ticked it off again. We're up and about. So I just want to, now that we're here, we're at the game, I'm hoping for a bit of energy. I'm hoping that when that lady mm. at the start butchers it, the pronunciation of everyone's name, it doesn't matter because we're up and about. And so I'm thinking a bit of a call to action for everyone, including myself, mm. is All right. when they call out those names, Clap him. I don't care because it feels like Charlie Kerno is the only one that really gets gets it. And to be honest, like I don't yeah. tend to I don't Doc. tend to really get up and about either. I don't really clap or do much when anyone gets named. I'm just like, give me the game. But maybe we all need to get up and about for that first bounce and, and bring the voice because that's what I'm that's what I'm, so I'm hoping to see a stacked crowd and the crowd up mm. and about. That's great. Um God, I got I've got thoughts going in so many <laughs> different directions right now listening to that. You've you've you fired me up already. I mean, I I like that. The first place that I went to was excitement on the field. So you, you've well, taken the stands, excitement in the stands. For me, I think, you know, we don't have a great kind of track record of this this season. Like we've been, I've been asking for this a bit, like that just obvious energy in the first yeah. quarter from the players, whether it's tackle pressure, whether it's offensive mm. pressure, all those kind of things. When I'm sitting there, that's what I want to see. I don't want to be sitting yeah. there at quarter time thinking, have we really just not turned up again? Yeah. It's another week of that. No, I, I agree. Yeah. And I, it's, it's, I've got a similar one. It was maybe stolen from yours a, a week prior. So feel free to call me out on that one. Oh, that's but lazy. Knowing our big run of fixtures, I want to, and knowing just mm. the rhetoric around the club at the moment and the worry that, oh, no, we've gone backwards. We're not progressing regardless mm. of the win, because that's kind of what this segment is. It's like, we obviously want the win, so yeah. take that away from it. I do want that glimpse. Shit. I want the glimmer of of what we can be, because I don't think we've seen that enough, whether that's a, a five-goal swing where we're just piling mm. on the goals or we have this flurry. Whatever it is, I'm not sure we've really seen that apart from that West Coast game. So I, yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that glimpse of, holy shit, we're a top-four team even if it's just for a 20-minute, five-minute period. I just want that because we haven't copped that this year. Yeah. It's funny how quickly the emotions can change <laughs> all this stuff, isn't it? Because last week, sitting here last week, that that's, was exactly the call that we were after. It was like, give us mm. something in this game to give us confidence for this next five weeks. And even though we didn't see it last week, I'm very happy to be persuaded. So yeah. show me and I'll forget all about last week and... I'll be fully back on again. Not that I'm anywhere near getting off it, but you know, need something. Need we can't those. we can't have too many more weeks like last week. You don't want it all to be based around hope, of course. So what else do you no. have for me, Lockie? What are you out there with your binoculars going? I need to see this. I feel like you're gonna call call me out for this one because I, I have been thinking about this episode, but I don't know. I don't know about you, but I just feel there's always a bit of a bit of a different feeling 
leading into every game. Mm. And this week, this week it's difficult for me to have a lot of expectation. Mm. Like we've seen such different footy each week for the past, well, for this season, really. That, yeah, I, I just can't go past the effort. And like you said, this segment shouldn't be about getting the win. But that's just that's just where yeah. I'm at this week. I feel mm. like earlier in the season it was more about how we play and how we get the win. Maybe when the benchmark mm. felt higher and it was like just just wins aren't good enough. Like I know we're undefeated, so wins aren't good enough. But now where I'm at, like I just need to start seeing those four points go up the board and yeah. see us stop stop sliding down the ladder. Um, mm. I guess it feels like a cop out for this segment, but. That's just how. That's generally how I'm feeling. I just, mm. I just need to walk away with a win this week. I'm happy to to give it to you this week because I was feeling the same, thinking about this segment, trying to come up with a few different points. It was a struggle because it's kind of where I was at, and with everything going on, knowing this next big month and knowing everything before the buy, it was just mm. my mentality's kind of gone to a similar vein of just get through, just get enough wins. And we'll worry about it as we continue. Because if you just keep getting enough against these similar teams as far as sort of ladder position, then it's just going to hold you in good stead and you might get finals. And we can just, we can worry about the performances and worry about that later. If we can just keep finding ways to get wins, that should hopefully come as well. And it's the, it's the difficult position of where we're at currently. We don't know what we're going to get. We don't know what this team is. Are we finals? Are we middle of the pack? Are we lower than that? What do we need to do to fix this? No one really knows. And, and so kind of no. I can allow you to, to just have the victory. Thanks, I've managed one more somehow through this. and and Give it to me. Another hard part of this segment is when they're all very similar every single week. It's hard to just no, exactly. come up with another one. But I've got one. I've got one here. And it is composure from our leaders. Particularly, I'll put the call out mm. onto one player, Jacob Weedering. He's been a bit down in form this week. Love I want it. a bit more composure from him. I want to see a bit more of a game where he's taking those big marks, making the good decisions, getting rid of the ball quickly. And we mm. just noticed that those guys take a step up. And I know we were chatting to Baz um, earlier in the week, the big Paul Barbaza, the great man. And he was mm-hmm. sort of saying that it shouldn't just be up to the leaders. And that's maybe been a bit of our issue. We need... The, the bottom six, everyone mm. to contribute. And I agree with that. Our best games, the, the game against Geelong, was a big full yep. team effort that maybe in some of these areas where we are struggling and we're not getting the best out of everyone, maybe we need those leaders to just step up a little bit and, and take everyone with them. So I'm putting a bit of an onus on them yep. this week as a bit of a, a microscope that. to hopefully see a bit more form from those guys. And maybe that's just what we need to filter through to the rest of them. But I think that is the, uh, the what yeah. we want to see. I love it. Well, I'll I'll put I'll put my name to the skip this week because mm. I, I want to be able to claim it when he's had thirty five and kicked a couple because you know the the media's loving talking about Bont at the moment, rightfully oh, yeah. so. But this is the perfect opportunity on the big stage for mm. Cripper to show why he's still the king. So I'm going to say I, I love your Weeders call, and I'm going to say a big a big Cripper one because he's been a bit down. I absolutely love it. So let's go to our next segment. It's one of our favorites. It's where we listen, where we get. Oh my god, I'm losing it. Uh-oh. It's where we Uh-oh. get it from the listeners. The listener questions, Lockie. We ask them every single week on our social media. We did it on Twitter. We did it on Instagram at Navy Blue Corner. If you want to get involved and get your questions in, so you can hear them on the pod and get us to answer them. But what have the people asked us this week? Got some good ones this week across the different medias. Shout out to Ian for, you know, putting the question Diversifying. out Diversifying. Different platforms. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And quick while it's on the top of my head, did you see our boy Jake on the besties this week? Made it into the, uh, they're real. Did you see that? Unbelievable. I did see that. It was good to yeah. see. Good from him. We need we need more of that. More of the, more of the school boys getting involved in the blues. And here's one of them. My man, Dylan. Played some golf together on Sunday and um, smoked him. How many mats is too many mats? I don't know. Depends. I'm happy to go. See, this is a thing. We've had jacks. We've had a lot of jacks at one stage. Now we go to the mats and mm. I don't know. I wouldn't mind a full 22, to be honest. I think it, okay. that would be the ideal scenario. Is there any other mats that you're looking to bring in um, You know, over the off season? Ooh. 
Who are some good anyway, ones? Anyway, you got your eye I, on? I can't. The worst thing is the first one that came to mind was Rowl. a crouch. And I, don't, I don't want that. Oh, yeah, get the grass eater in there. I reckon, the grass, you know, front and center, Matty Rao. Um, speaking of the mats, I think this is a really good question. And this is such a, mm-hmm. wow. Let's let's have positive uh, listener question time here. Uh, from genus underscore species two. Is this our strongest one. team for the year so far? Mm. It's a good, very that good is, question. That is a really good question because I was trying to do some team selection, think about who could come into this. And there were some players I wanted in. And almost for one of the first times this season, didn't know who to take out to do it. It's almost yeah. been very easy of who you who do you drop and who are you bringing in, whereas we're starting to get almost fully fit. There's probably only a couple that aren't, and they're all, they're always injured. So you can kind of almost never really guarantee mm. those players. So I kind of agree with him where it may yeah. be at the moment the most fully fit we've been where it's going to be hard, hopefully, so come selection time because everyone's ready to go and hopefully playing some good form. <laughs> This is what we were asking for in the preseason. <laughs> Remember how optimistic we were? An injury-free season. How good is this? <laughs> we're getting close. Come along, mate. Closer. That's for sure. All right. I haven't got my glasses here. So this one from the underscore maestro 35. Uh, kind of to my comment from before. Should Paddy Cripps go head-to-head with the Bont? Mm. Well, this was almost going to be one of my questions for you because <laughs> we've, had, we've seen Adelaide send Dawson, Saints send Steele, the Lions send Dunkley. couple of them were like, you know, you have to take on me. It's not just like a tagging role. It's more of an accountability role. The Saints obviously were still a bit more of a tagging thing. And I think they've kind of quelled Cripper's influence this week. So. We need to do something different with him, I think. And I don't know exactly so? what that is. I don't think it's a tagging itch role. I reckon it's more everyone else needs to step up and try to get more out of him, whether someone else has to go mm. and, and go over to whoever is, is near Crips and just, you know, mate, you're not on Crips, you're on me. You know, mm. it feels like a weird thing where another team can just put a player next to him and you can't just be like, oh, I'll just stand there too. <laughs> Now you got to worry about two of us. You know, like, I don't know. It seems so <laughs> stupid, but matchups yeah. in the midfield when they're so fluid and so many people can, like, rotate. Let's make this conversation, oh, it's not, you know, you have to worry about Dawson. You have to worry about Dunkley. It's like, no, no you worry about Cripper because he's going to dominate you, buddy. I know mm. I want the narrative to change around that. So I don't know 100% yeah. how we need to shift to get the best out of Cripper on these matchups, but... I'm hoping there's a different element this week, some sort of tweak okay. around it, because it does feel as if maybe coaching-wise, tactically, we haven't been getting the best out of Crips when other coaches have been yeah. making these very big changes into their midfield. Well, I think this leads into a good question from our boy. Super bad. Never fails to deliver. Love that. Do you think Vossi really believes in this midfield group? The press conference mm. post-game last week made me think that there may be some debate in the club. Did we talk on the pod about... We didn't. Um, was that off the pod? You know what I'm, you know I'm going to so. say. I think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Should we be trying Crips elsewhere? Mm. At least for spurts? Yeah, I think I, I think I slightly mentioned. It's so hard to know what he's off and on pod because oh, no, we, we talk, talk so much. much that it just it, 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 we need to save it all for the pod. That, that's that's what we need to do. We should. We mentioned slightly Cripps forward, and it's an interesting one because we didn't talk about the press conference comment, which a lot have. No. It, I don't know if you caught it. It was so interesting where mm. uh, Vossi kind of half went to it, and they went, "No, I won't talk about that now. It's not the time yeah. for it." Yeah, but you that. had no idea what he was actually going to talk about. So it felt weird for him to even mention it. He could have just pivoted off, and I don't think anyone would have been like, hang on a minute, now rewind that back, Vossi. What were you talking about? Now it's raised questions. Now I want someone yeah. to be asking him, what did you mean by that, Vossi? What are you talking about the midfield group? Because obviously yeah. it's been down. There's been some issues. And maybe that's just Maddie Kennedy back in there. I was having a, a bit of a yeah. discussion at the selection table at, at Pommy and Oz on YouTube every Tuesday night. It's been 6 p.m. the last few times. It's a great mm-hmm. show. Um, Absolutely. And I was saying with this midfield group at the moment, obviously they had a similar amount of numbers and Kennedy wasn't getting into that. And I proposed that if we want Kennedy in, not that I would 
love this guy to be dropped from the team, but would a replacing Hewitt for Kennedy, knowing that Kennedy yeah. moves around the ground a little bit more, would that help the versatility or would that, or would that take away the yeah. contested side that Hewitt brings to this game? It's just a simple change up or, or is it better to have all of them in there and rotate it that way? I'm not too sure what we need from this midfield. Do you think we need like a, a Motlop or, or a, a more flashy dynamic player just to, to roll through there at stages? Or are you happy mm. to just kind of back it in and hope that we've seen this group be the best at times yeah. and just hope that that clicks again? It's so tricky. Like even when it was performing well, was there ever a time where we felt like they were all firing? Mm. Like, I feel yeah. like last year it was like Chera was the one where we were like, mm. uh, I don't know if like if this is the kind of guy that we need in that yeah. position. And now it's completely flipped on his head. Like, I know we're not to team selections yet, but you kind of have like six obvious defenders and yeah. then it's kind of like the seventh. And it's like, well, Doherty is obviously can be that guy, mm. but you like him in the midfield as something different. Nobody wants to see Kennedy back there. Hewitt, we know, has done that in the past. So it's like, I don't know. Mm. I, I always I always go back and forth on magnet moving yeah. and whether it's worthwhile versus just consistency of getting these five guys that all of last season were like, just get these five guys together with a good patch of mm. time. Ah, I don't know. But I, I do agree. There's there's something about Cripps. I like he could easily have an incredible game with nothing changing this week. That mm. could obviously happen. But yeah, I don't know. It, I have a feeling they're going to try something different in this yeah. game. Like that we're going to get too. to the end of this game and we'll be like, oh, that was mm. maybe it's Hewitt off half back. Maybe it's Cripps half forward. Something. Yeah, and I've no Kennedy issue forward. with if they try something in it doesn't work that's not an issue the, the issue comes when they keep trying it which was the issue with matt kennedy half back it was this, yeah. this clearly isn't the move this just isn't it and we've seen it so stop doing it that's the that's the that's the fundamental issue with it i, I don't think i have an issue with them trying something bizarre even if it's you know oh shit he always is in a center bounce what's going on it's like well you tried yeah. something different so i agree with you i wouldn't yeah. mind seeing something and I have, a, I have a feeling we will see a little bit of a subtle change, whatever that is. Uh, do you have do any you other your, listener questions for us? Or do you want do me you to ask, put your put money where your mouth it? is? Because I feel like sometimes you do this and you nail it and sometimes we just forget that it ever happened and it's win-win basically. Random Maddie Cottrell burst. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Random. Well, I was going to, I was, that was the next thing I was going to bring up, but yeah. Yeah. should we go to the changes? Cause the next questions are like changes and then we can, you can go off that coddle. Let's coddle. go into it. Let's talk about the changes. Give me the listener questions around them because the changes this week, if you're somehow not seen them yet at the time yes. that this is uploaded, they are in Matty Owies, Matty Cottrell, Matty Kennedy. My God. I love, firstly, we, we potted some of the media team and, and for the, what's going on the ground off the ground. One we? of the best captions. One of the best captions you'll ever see around this. Yeah, I'm seeing that. double six Maddies is unbelievable. We love it's a Simpsons good. reference on this pod. Out is Honey, Ed Kerno, and Brody Kemp. Yep. Those are the changes. What have the listeners had to say? Our OG mate Timmy Dub says, "Good change at the good." There, Ian. Oh, get your glasses on. Get your glasses on. <laughs> Where are they? This one's not on Timmy Dub. I can see he's done perfect <laughs> punctuation for me. Good changes at the selection table, although I note they have named Kennedy at half back. Yeah. They won't persist with that, will they? And if they won't, why does the club love to taunt us supporters? I like the, I like the second yeah. half of that question because I'm going to steal your thunder. Nope. He's not going to start at half back. Is there a way to do they? But why do they do that? Why why do that? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty confident he won't be starting there. Why do they do that, yeah. Ian? Is that driving clicks? Is that what they want? This is a very typical no I'll put him there to get a bit of interaction. Is it Vossi just having a bit of fun? He's going, Oh, we wouldn't, would we? Imagine You're... putting him on the half back. Maybe someone Vossi's lost what are the odds? Maybe he's someone lost a bet and he had to line him up there. I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of trolling. Who pretty knows? Pretty good. 
I'm praying to all the gods that do exist that Matt Kennedy will not line up at any stage yeah. of this game on halfback. Please, please no. But at one stage, Ed Kerno was centre-half forward lined up on the team sheets this season. So I don't know if Vossi got their Kernos wrong or what was going on, but we, we do know that, like Timmy is saying, they aren't the final list. That is not exactly yeah. where they have to line up, but it is a bit of a worry when you do see that after what has happened. But, yeah. I don't believe he'll be mm. there. I can't say it. Surely. Surely not. Surely not. But it's great to have him back in. Uh, so he comes in. So then someone has to come out of the defense because that's obviously where he's playing. So Salix underscore Sammy asks, I wonder why they dropped Kemp. Mm. It's an interesting one. And if we kind of pivot slightly and almost go to the question of what changes were we going to make was one I was struggling with because it was pretty obvious for me in always in for honey. Aligned. Cottrell in for Ed Kerno. Those seemed like the most obvious changes possible. Oh, sorry. It was like position. What was the first was one again? Always in for Honey. Yeah. And then Cottrell in for Ed Kerno. It was like positionally form, wanted to yeah. see those two players in, didn't want to see those other two in. Made sense. Wanted to see Kennedy in. And then the question was, who's coming out? And I had three players basically lined up for this. It was, if you're switching to midfielder, it's Hewitt which I don't love seeing, but maybe that's the midfield mix that you wow. try for a game and see what happens. Or you swing Doherty more back to defense because mm. they, you need, he needs to be in that team, which means one of Kemp or Chincotta has to leave. So I don't, so I do understand why, yeah. because if you've got, you almost have like eight defenders out there with one of them pinch hitting in the midfield. So it, it kind of is a weird mix in that team, having that many defenders in there. So I think yep. one does have to make way. It's interesting maybe that it's a Brody camp around the fact that no camp means less rotations with their tools. And we know that the doggies have three key forwards down there. So that kind of means that yep. you've only got three key defenders. Also, interestingly, does this mean that young isn't the second ruck because you don't have that extra kind of tallish defender sure. going through there? It will be an interesting play, but I don't hate it because at least it makes us go back to seven defenders rather than maybe skewing it too far around uh-huh. the eight. What was your what was your thought about Brody Kemp out of the team and, and kind of what were the changes yeah. you were hoping to see this week? Yeah, I'm definitely not offended by any of these changes and I agree with the logic that mm. you put out there. Um, for me, Cottrell wasn't like a walk up. Like okay. I, I, I didn't have him in my changes that I was hoping for, mm. which was just... interesting. Kerno out, Kennedy in, Honey out, always in. Um, yeah. And then I was like, well, and then so then there's Cottrell and Bins. Like, I didn't watch the VFL game, but from all accounts, he is looking like he'll probably get a chance at some stage. Mm. Um, and so for them, I was looking at maybe Hollands as the guy. <clears throat> yeah. Not, nothing, nothing wrong with him, but just as someone where it's like, yeah, he's young as hell. Give him a rest. Yeah, we know who he is. If that if that mm. works, but I, I I was like, eh, I'm still happy to persist. So yeah, I didn't really think about Kemp, but yeah, the logic checks out for me. Like we have short term memory with these kind of things. He was we we wouldn't have even considered him five weeks ago yeah. about breaking into this team. We've never considered him to be best twenty two. He's definitely shown things in these games, and I, mm. I, de- I definitely think he has a future with us. But like you said before, this is probably the strongest team that we've had this season. Mm. So I'm glad that he's not just a, a walk-up guy and he's going to have to mm. work for it. Um, yeah. And I, I, I thought that maybe we'd have Fisher as the sub, but I think I'm hoping it's going to be Kemp. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting one as well. It, it mo- like most did not play a great game last week, but I wonder yeah. if they've taken the opinion of look, Lions chopped us up. Not really the tools, even though they had them, but it was when the ball hit the ground in there. Not saying Kemp isn't good below his feet or anything like yep. that, but maybe they looked at it and went, oh, maybe we were just a little too tall, and we needed a bit more dynamism in that defense because mm. we need a bit more pace around it. We needed better decision-making. And maybe Kemp is just a little too top-heavy, knowing that that's how they hurt us. And, and looking at it this week, the dogs sure. have kind of a bit of a similar makeup where they've got the talls, but they've got some smalls that can kind of do a bit more damage around it, plenty of rotations through that. So maybe they looked at that and went, yeah, the Lions beat us at the ground ball, so let's 
let's maybe shift it and go a bit smaller down there. That was maybe an interesting point. And then on yeah. the, I just wanted to back my man Cottrell up in saying that the reason I maybe wanted to see him in there was what do we lack? We lack speed. We lack that high half forward connection. I don't think Ed Kernos, we've been getting the best out of him playing him in that position. And I don't think that's mm. been helping the team in that role. Whereas with a Cottrell, he's got the speed. He's got that hard running that an Ed Kerno does. So I think having him up there and what he's been able to do in the twos the last few weeks has really been impact from that position. Allows us to rotate that wing, which we maybe haven't been able to do yeah, amazingly. And he has been hitting the scoreboard. What I love of a Matty Cottrell is he can be that lead-up presenter as well, a little bit mm-hmm. like a, a Jack Silvani and what you think you're getting out of him, which I think you get more out of, out of than an Ed Kerno in that position. So I think he's... The, the, if, you're, if you're writing down the best things that a Cottrell brings, I think it's the things that we've kind of been missing. So that's sure. why I was bang, saying, look, he's playing all right, bring him in. And, and, and I, I do agree with you. I was thinking maybe Hollands needs a bit of a rest just to, you've been playing well, protect him yeah. for this next big run of fixtures and then bring him in mm. later. But it was that last quarter against Lions where I went, oh, he's still playing some really good footy. Yeah, I know. And I so and I want to see, at least for maybe one week, what it'd be like with the three of them, Akers, Hollands, and Cottrell. Um, that's 100%. my take on, on all of that. It's That's brilliant. And I, Cottrell's a funny one because you think about his very young career with us and he's had like a few distinct eras of like yeah. us being <laughs> so hot on him for those first few games. Like icon, icon shit. And then we were like, oh, no, actually, we've overrated him here. Yeah. And then he, he got made fun of for backing him up. <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah, man. And then, yeah, and then he, and then he showed just... a fair bit at times last year. So, not sure what we're going to get, but mm. I'm, I'm with you. I'm keen to try the three and, and see how mm. that works. So, I'm feeling really positive about this team that we're putting out there. Like, like you said before, if we had a... F- completely healthy list right now mm. it may not look that different it might mm. only be one or two guys right mm. yeah and it's it's why i think i'm happy as well and it seems like the i think feel like twitter was a lot better of a, a nicer space this week definitely team changes last month or so you've been a little bit underwhelmed why well, no i have anyway i've been definitely underwhelmed yeah. in my changes haven't been as aligned in agreeing with them and then when i've seen it I've been like, yeah, it's because I didn't agree with the changes. It's all sort of flowing on. Whereas this week, I can't really disagree with a lot. I like the guys yeah. coming in, the guys coming out. It's it's fine. So maybe that is something that I think us as a fan base have needed of not scratching our heads of why is Kenny to the sub? Why are they doing this? Mm. And then you see the result and you go, yeah, like it didn't work. Exactly. So I, hopefully that alignment and positivity is something to see going forward. But there is yep. one question that we need to answer, and that is who is going to be the sub? Because at the moment, the emergencies yeah. are Ed Kerno, Jordan Boyd, Lockie Fogarty, and Brody Kemp. Out of those four, who would you like to be the sub? And if you're listening to this right now on YouTube, drop your sub in the comments and subscribe while you're there talking about subs. And then if you're listening <laughs> to this on your streaming <laughs> service, get really us on good. social media at Navy Blue Corner and let us know who you want the sub to be. And any of the other questions, how's the midfield going to play out? Who do you want your guy to be in that's that dynamic, random roll of the dice, magnet changer in the midfield? Let us know the answer to all those questions if you're following along. But Lockie, I need your answer Mm. now. Who is the sub? I want Kemp to be the sub, and I actually Mm. think Kemp will be the sub as well. Interesting. Give me your thoughts around why you'd like him in that position. What's your... What's your kind of vision of not necessarily who comes mm. out, but when he comes on, is it to put someone else in a different position? What's the kind of idea of your tactical yeah. Brody Kemp's up? I think I think we can make the magnets work well with that. Honestly, I mean, when you think about the sub, really, uh-huh. yeah. hot take here, you can you, we could make the magnets work in any way. It's it's yeah. like you've just described. It's kind of it would be basically like the team that we were rolling out last week, hmm. where maybe it means that we've got another guy kind of in our defender rotation, I guess, yeah. um, which we liked. Um, so you know, I, I guess I'm just looking at those names and Kerno and Fogarty just don't give me a whole yeah. lot of confidence right now that they would be able to turn up 
either and play a full game if God forbid mm. somebody goes down early, or to really bring it in the fourth. Boydie, your man, yeah, our man Connor's man. I can't wait to see him play oh, yeah. again in the ones. Um, but I think just give him some more time. Yeah, in the twos. Mm. I'm going <clears> to <throat> pass out. You go ahead. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. No, all good. Really good points there. I think I'll put the line through Lockie Fogarty. Don't really. Magnets wise, I don't love it. They're just, yeah, I'm happy to park that one. I yeah. Think Boydie, I love the idea of tactically probably more than anyone else in the idea. Yeah. Of, well, you throw him back. You got the ball. You could maybe put him on a wing. That maybe allows a Doherty to have more time in the midfield if you need it or whether you throw Sard in there, anything. Allows you to kind of change that. Like the idea of a Brody Camp anyway for making it similar to la- to last week. But I want yeah. Boydie in the twos for one more week to at least just get some more consistency Agreed. in that. Because the twos play before it's a curtain raiser against like an under 18 representative squad. Yes. So anyone wanted to Your see boys. the new draftees who will be there at the end of the season, feel free to get to Marvel Stadium early. I believe it starts at about 4.10. So yeah. feel free to get in we'll early there, and watch sure. that. But... With that, I think I just want to see Boydie one more time get another game under his belt because I wasn't super impressed the last two weeks. He was been fine, but I maybe yeah. want him to really knock down the door before we select him. Kemp, mm. I kind of want him to get another game of form. Okay. So I think, unfortunately, that kind of means... Maybe that's a bit Your harsh. Man. I think it's a bit harsh. Ed Curto be the sub and just use him as a hard runner. You can put him in the midfield. You can put him in the forward line, yeah. impact him that way. Yeah, I think that's kind of my idea in the sub. But yeah, let me know if you listen yeah, to this, who like you it. would love to be your subs. I think there's a couple of options we can definitely go to. But we've got to do a bit of analysis on the Western Bulldogs because they're the team we're playing the team we're building up the contest against. So I'm going to take you through what we should maybe have to look out for from the Western Bulldogs. Go off. And I'll, I'll go, I've kind of maybe got a bit of structure to this at the moment. I'm going through the different Good. lines throughout their mm. positions and the teams like and seeing what we need to look out for. Well, that actually is great because I've got one more listener question. Ooh. And this will, and this will lead into this. We love a segue. Um, so let me lead this, lead you into this and then you can go off. From Talbot Henry on Twitter, do we boo Liam Jones? Now, oh, take us mate, the, the defenders. Well, the, the booing has been a big topic of discussion Who this earns. week. There's been a lot of it. Firstly, in general, what's your, what's your feeling on the boos? Like, I'm not saying like oh, a you pers- particular person because I feel like that's then getting into another topic that I don't want to touch. I'm happy to... There's a certain player that I'm just not going to talk about the booing in that one. Um, but booing in general. Oh, God. Do you have much of a, a hot take on it? Do you like it? Or do you hate booing? Um, I'm not going to try and get cancelled here. I'm going to start with that. Uh, but I guess if I think about myself, I I boo at times. Yeah. But I wouldn't say um, I go over the top with it. You mm-hmm. know, um, in this weekend, I definitely will not be booing Liam Jones. Yeah. I've well that, that that's not true. If in the first five minutes of the play he I don't know. Yeah, exactly. King hits a bloke. <laughs> King hits a bloke. Sure. I'll give a boo. So I think there's a there's a there's a time for a boo when it's warranted. But if there's if it's not warranted, then what are we doing? Yeah, it's well, I can get why you'd want to boo him because I I I like a bit of jeering. I don't mind it. it it's a bit of a hostile environment. I, I'm all for. And if someone does something to deserve a boo, I'm kind of yeah. like, yeah, why not? Like jeer or make them feel the animosity out there. And look, Liam Jones, sure. yeah, kind of abandon us, I suppose. You could be very angry about that. And I don't know, maybe if this was closer to that scenario, I'd care. But I'll be honest, like I forgot Liam Jones still played football. I have cared that little yeah. about him know, since... Same. The whole saga, like I've moved on with it. I'm not too fast. I don't care if you do boo him because it's like, yeah, fair enough. Like he left us high and dry at the last hour because he, he old needles, Liam Jones, didn't want to go in there and get the COVID jab. So fair enough. Do do what you do. And if you're going to boo him, feel free. There it is. I don't really, I just, I'm probably not going to put too much energy into it. But you know, I don't, I don't hmm. boo away if you want. I, I'm not too fast. Not too fast. But speaking of the defenders, speaking of go Liam on. Jones, I think they do have some very strong 
intercept defenders. When you look at him and Alex mm. Keith, Michael Jones at the moment is ranked fourth in the competition for his percentage marks lost. So he doesn't tend to lose those kind of contests, which we saw with when he that did checks. play for us. He was very yeah, good exactly. at those um, kind of one-on-one marking contests. And apart from yeah. that, they do have some really good small defenders that can probably hurt us on the rebound. Their stats this year, they don't have a, they're not high in the like 50 rebounds. But mm-hmm. rebound 50s is what I wanted to say. But they do have some really good you. talent out there. When you look at your Ed Richards, JJ, Bailey Dale, and Caleb Daniel as well, if he does play down there. I know they've been putting him in the midfield a little bit this year. But mm-hmm. they do have some run and carry through that position. So if we struggle, which we have done, to lock the ball in, they can rebound it out there. And they do have some guys that can take some contested grabs. But as far as probably their one-on-one defending against the big tools... I'm not necessarily super worried and think this could be an area to exploit, which is very interesting. But I think we can kind of do that Mm. with every team, knowing that Charlie and Harry are so good. But watch out for the smalls is what I would say. Going and pivoting to the midfield, look, it's the danger. We know their midfield is incredibly strong. Neutral law, which definitely helps us a little bit, but maybe the the outs last week didn't help us a great deal. But I just wanted to look at their profile (laughs) a little bit more in their midfield because there's no point just being like, oh, yeah, they're all good. Who cares? In the contest, they are quite good at the moment. Seventh, they rank in the AFL for contested possessions. We're eighth. So very interesting comparison there. Very similar with the contested possessions, but Mm -hmm. uncontested, they're very, very high at the moment. They rank third in the AFL. We rank fifth because we get a lot of the uncontested marks. We're a very possession-based team. Doggies aren't super possession-based. They're not like number one for the disposals, just short kick marking, but they hurt you on the outside. So for them to have those numbers, it is something to look out for because they're really good at those uncontested possessions. So that's something to watch out for. Speaking of that contest, though, pivoting back to it, we can't give them a chance to dominate there because at the moment they're ranked second in the AFL for center clearances. We're 10th. That is a little bit of a worry. Um, and then they're eight mm. for stoppage clearances. We're 11th. So the stoppage is going to be very similar, but that, that, that clearance, that, that center clearance could be a cause for concern because we know English is a monster and, and that matchup against Pitt worries me a little bit. So Pitt o just needs to be very strong and physical because English is just so good around the ball. So yeah, it's, it just it has to be in that contest where we get them because they can hurt you on the outside and they're good at the center clearances. And just the last few stats to rattle off the midfield is mm. they're actually third for disposal disposal efficiency. We're fifth. Again, we do a lot of that mm. short kick marking, so that skews the stat in our percentage. And they're eighth for marks. We're 10th. So similar in that component as well. Do you have anything to say about the, mm. the midfield battle, Lockie? Yeah, I think the one thing is just the about the rucks there. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't really have a kind of designated second guy like yeah Keith can take them lob. when they're in defense yeah. or lob in the forward line so maybe that kind of yeah. works with us maybe that's what we're thinking with that it's mm. like pit go where English goes yeah and then we can let we'll Harry sort it out. Or, or sauce forward and young back maybe yeah. No, I do like that point. I do like that point. And yeah, it's just going to be a tough one just because English is one of the best rucks in the competition and what he does around the ground that I'm not sure Pitt can go with him. Yeah, it's scary. Which just means our midfield has to be on and everyone has to work incredibly hard to sort that out. And then looking at their forwards, yep. the last thing to look with the doggies, look, I've got some really good talls. Probably haven't got the chemistry right at the moment. I don't think they've been as dominant in that area yeah. so far. It hasn't clicked just yet. But they're seventh for inside 50s at the moment. We're 10th. So they are getting the ball in there quite a lot yep. um, just, just because they're mid. So they're always a danger with that. And they're actually sixth, sixth, can't say that word, in the competition oh, for marks in marks inside 50. We're 11th. So they are getting it in, and they, which just shows, again, it hides the quality of their midfields because the ball movement's so good that they're able to get quality inside 50s. They're getting a lot and they're getting a lot of quality mm. to get those high marks. And apart from their tools to look out for, which, you know, you've got Norton there, 18 goals this year, Lob eight, Jamara, nine. Again, it'll be interesting to see who takes those players with the three. You've got to watch out for their smalls as well. We know Cody Waitman, the flea, he can cause us some issues. And, and Arthur Jones is another one to look out for, who is always lively. He's got a lot of speed and can bring that pressure mm. around the ball. So we've got to look out for that because of their inside 50s and, 
They're actually sixth again for tackles inside 50. We're eighth. So they are good at applying that pressure and keeping the ball in their front half. So look out for that. And the last thing is, like Brisbane, they've got a good spread. They like a lot of goal kickers. Waitman's got six. Jones has got three, which isn't a lot, but he got two last week. So maybe he's getting Mm. into a bit of vein of form. The other options, Timmy English has kicked six. Bailey Williams creeping down off the wing and a bit of high off forward and whatnot. He's kicked six. And then Bonton Libba, who we know can have a bit of an impact, have kicked five apiece. So a bit to look out for. What do you kind of make Mm. of the issues that lie at play with the Western Bulldogs? Well, you've told me about so many things that they're good at. But my impression is they're not doing that fabulous. Like they feel like they're in a similar world to us. So have I segued you into how we're going to beat them? We may as well. And that's the interesting part. They haven't played amazing footy last week against GWS really until that last quarter. And GWS had some opportunities early in that last to get really into that game. Mm. Didn't take them. Was in the wet, but... They kicked on and they just sort of got over the line. It hasn't clicked for them. And that's kind of it. Like their forward yeah. line hasn't 100% clicked. Their midfield's been good, but not as dominant as it has been. Their back line isn't amazing. Like, you, like as I've kind of said, you know, their lockdown defenders, while they have some decent intercepting parts, it hasn't all been perfect. They haven't been the perfect unit. And that's probably why I think yep. it's a good matchup. We always play well against the doggies, seemingly, whether we're playing we do, good or not. So hopefully that does continue. I don't know what it is about it. So really, the key is to this for me. You look at it's so it's so dumb and simple. It's the transition and ball movement really is that key piece for me because if you look at last week, you know, Lions they killed us off that that poor turnover. And we were kind of our yes. own worst enemy. So if we're oh. able to tidy that up a little bit and not give such easy looks at goals. Because that's where they're going to hurt us. You know, we've talked about their good forward line and their ability to, to get good forward entries and what their midfield can do. So if we don't give them those forward entries, you limit it at the source. Mm. I think that's kind of it. And you take away five of the goals last week from turnover. It's a completely different game. So I think if we're able to move the ball quicker, okay. you look and use the options that we're able to highlight that are there, lead, create the space, get some high work rate players like a Matty Cottrell out there to do some damage. <laughs> I think he can kind of get it done because they're a similar team like like you mentioned. Both are kind of, are we a finals team? Where yeah. are we? We play our best footy. I think we get it done. Better. And we've got the options to get it done. We've got the forward line. We've got the midfield. It all just needs to click. It all just needs to click. And mm. I know it's easy to just say that, but their doggies are thinking the same thing. They're probably a bit more confident because all the heat comes on Carlton and they go, yeah, what have Carlton done? But yeah, we're just, we're in a similar boat. This is a, this is a really good opportunity to, to beat one of these teams and then go into that big run we have coming up really those four mm. top four kind of teams with some confidence. I think, I think there's plenty of reasons to be confident about this game. Um, definitely can't mm. take this one lightly, but um, I'm certainly yes. feeling confident. I think so. Is there anything that you would say is your, if you could pinpoint one thing that you wanted to see as the, we do this, we nail this area. It's a key. I know. And if you're listening as well, drop that one in the comments, because this is, it's a big question. I'm not sure I have one. Maybe like transition is the answer. I don't know. Is it midfield? What is there anything that you could nail your hat on and be like, if this one thing happens, I just reckon we're invincible here. Oh God. I look at every part of our team and I, and I feel that way. Like, it feels like when all the forwards are firing together, yeah. we don't lose. But the reason that they're all able to fire is because of the mids. Mm. Yeah. So I have, I, to, feel like I have to say that. Yeah, I feel like you're almost um, doing your thinking for you in a way where it, it, what the Cogs feel like they're doing, I'm reading the tea leaves for you. feels like you're saying right. it's that bottom six. Like it's, a, it's, as, it's as dumb as like team effort. If everyone Truly. comes out... Like that normally seems to be when you win games of football. You don't tend to lose too many when everyone plays their role. But if everyone mm. does that, like that is clearly the key to doing it because we know when it doesn't happen, when those, even some of the, the top players, when someone's down on form, I just don't think we're good enough yet yeah. to beat these good teams. So that's probably, that's probably one of the big keys. And before we get into the footy tips, because this is always no, a big, favorite. big part of this at the moment. Lockie's got the big head. But I do. we need to do a bit of fixture reflection and prediction. Oh, no. It's a big segment now. 
your favorite because we've just gone through the four-week block where we <laughs> said two and two was safe, three and one is beautiful. That's top four footy. We went one and three against Adelaide, St. Kilda, West Coast, and Brisbane. And this is what the people want to know, Lockie, because this is getting this is like the people are getting the, the predictor out, the ladder predictor, seeing what's gonna happen. You know we love that around here. And we gotta get there to the buy. That's kind of where I'm seeing things. It's get to the buy with enough wins. So let's look at our next four games and we'll get the predictions right. going. We got the dogs, we got Collingwood, we got Sydney away and Melbourne. What is your pass mark for this next block of four? Because it's a big one that we're talking about. And we keep saying like we need to do enough because we've got this run coming up. But now we're here. We need to talk about it. So you listening mm-hmm. on YouTube, drop your predictions. What is the pass mark for this? And let's collectively come up with it. Wow. If you're listening on streaming services at Navy Blue Corner, I don't care what social media it is. Let us know. DM at us. Tweet at us reply to any of our posts that we'll get the notification and we'll try and tab it up and see what the pass mark is collectively. But Lockie, I need to know yours and where to go a step further. Do you think we're getting the wins and losses? Yeah. It's so deep, man. It's so deep because you think about it and you go, if we're a finals team, we have to go two and two. Yeah. And then you look at the matchups and you go, you're confident that we're going to get this one done on the weekend. Mm. But you go, Collingwood have had the wood on us. They've the mental game, they've got it over us. There's there's no denying that. Swans aren't they're the lowest ranked team out of these four, but going up to the SCG, yeah. No one wants to do that. And then the D's we know are one of the strongest mm. teams the last few years. And they're at home. So <clears throat> As much as I want to say two and two, I'm choking up so that I don't have to give an answer. <laughs> too much of an answer. It's a good way and to I get out of it. Around it. I definitely, if there's a there's a world, as we like we to say. We love that. There's here, the trigger. Like there's the trigger. Sound the alarm. We, there's a world where we go one and three and I'm living with it because yeah. I'm considering who we've got. And then mm-hmm. we're looking ahead and we're going, but we're going to win the next three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, we're, and we're happy. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? Fence it. I'm going to say two and two is the pass for us to make finals, though. Yeah. No, I like, I like that. That's not a fence it. That's not a fence And we'll beat Collingwood. Oh, that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear because Home what, game. I know, you, I know you don't love this segment because. And I and I love this is why I love doing the podcast with you because you have this slightly different thinking to me that allows me to exist and not end up in some sort of mental institution with the straight jacket just being like oh, paddy crips, paddy crips, rocking back and forth because it allows us to actually because ref- yeah, what you do is you've lost it. You've actually no, I, I love this. Watching this is lost it because compliment me. You look you look forward and say that like. Just this block doesn't affect anything because there's so many more games. And if you Mm. get a loss here, you can get one back and you can get into form elsewhere and pick up wins where we don't imagine it. And I love that thinking. But what I enjoy about this segment is it gets us to kind of reflect and get an understanding of where Mm. we are right now. What did we expect from this? Because you kind of think of like that start of the season where we all went, okay, we expect us to lose the first two games of the season. You get a draw and win one. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're doing better than we than we thought. So, okay, how can we reflect on it? Rather than yeah. us as fans going too far the other way and being like, why did we lose all these games? When before it, we went, we are going to lose these games. So that's the element of this that I kind of do enjoy agree. the reflection time of getting able to look at just a four-week block. Because I think if you look too far ahead, you don't know what the form's going to be. I think a month is a really nice point to cut that time out and with this i, I think i'm you really have looking to forward get... to hear what you're gonna say yeah. then that's a great I frame. I, yeah i think i'm similar where two and two gets us to six wins one draw five losses keeps that positive ledger and i think that keeps us ticking keeps the positivity yeah. going knowing what we've just had whereas while i agree with you if and, and that's a big if things then go well after this run then losing and, and being what one and three 
can be okay because of everything good that comes after that. And that gets you to mm. what? what? What would it be? It'd be f- what? Five, one, six. So it's very similar. So very similar yep. kind of areas. Decent platform to still project at the end of the season. And I don't think it's the end of the world, but I just think that right now, if, you, if you're having to like put this in a box, Mm-hmm. Two and two is kind of desperate because of where we are currently. And if I'm worried that if we go one and three, the possibility of us being able to turn it around is harder just because mentally you feel like you're in a worse spot. And if we want to make finals, if we want to be that team, what cost us, I think, last year is that inability to beat those teams vying for the top eight and inside I the was top eight. Say that. Whereas with this run, this it's why it's so important is you've got to make a statement. If you want to be a finals team, you've got to beat finals teams. You can't just be like, oh, we'll beat Buddy Gold Coast. We'll beat GWS. We'll beat Hawthorne. Beautiful. How good's this? Like, no, you, you've got to beat quality opposition. So that's why I think two and two is what it needs to be. Obviously, it's not end of the world. Things can get better yeah. after that. But right now, I think two and two is it. If we get three and one, that's going to be very exciting. So I think it has to be two oh, and yeah. two right now. And my wins are dogs and... It's either Sydney away or Melbourne. You you don't back us at all at home on a Sunday, Arvo. I'd love to. We've been I'd so close. I, I think I think there's a good chance. There's a good chance, and like there's a chance we win all four. To be honest, in, in my in my stupid big head that you'll Mate, be able I'm to see you. live on YouTube right now, that big head of mine. I think there's a chance we do go and win all four of these, and all of a sudden things click and we become a great team. But I'm going dogs and Sydney away as a statement win. After like after a loss, that's what I'm going. But give me your give me your predictions and let me know who we are beating because that is a fun thing to reflect on in four weeks. Are we about to say something like yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say like if it is that kind of one and three scenario, which feels like worst case scenario where we're still alive, mm-hmm. it feels eerily similar to last year. But you look at the ladder, it's like well, we're then in that position where everyone that's below us we've beaten. Yeah, and everyone above us, well, apart from Geelong, we've lost to, yeah. and we're just in that mid spot again. So, gotta beat those teams yeah. that are above us because that's what we didn't mm. do last year, and that's what cost us. Yeah, it'll be telling to for us to kind of reevaluate and see where we are because, in that sense, we're probably not a top four team, so we can start to have maybe different com- conversations come the buy and that sort of mid season yes. review. So it'll be very exciting. Hopefully. It's a, it's a nice and positive one for us, but let's pivot. We've broken down this game. We've broken down the, the future. We've talked footy. We've talked Carlton. It's Lockie's favorite segment because he's, he's doing pretty well at the moment. It is, of course, of the, the right footy now. tips. Now, Lockie, I will say, because the pass mark for this, we're in, we're in the Carlton Cheer Squad footy tipping competition, yes. a great one. I'm sure a lot of the listeners are in this as well, and maybe they're doing I'm a sure. little bit better than us because they don't have Lockie in the goddamn hot seat. But the thing is, you've got to beat. You've got to get seven out of nine to stay on. If Lockie gets six, Ian comes on and gets to do his footy tips, but he's been doing well. And once again, Lockie has got us there with the seven out of nine, the pass mark for this. But I want bigger from him. I want bigger. Pass mark isn't doing it at the moment because we got the green arrow. We were up in our rankings last week. I'm seeing a lot of We red. did? That's what I was going to ask. I'm seeing we did red. Get the green? Down This week we're down, mate. We're down to 147th out of 309. We had a four-week pass it's mark better, of better. get us into the top 100. I need you to do it this week. Let's get oh, into the footy okay. tips. Bucky. Oh, my God. My computer is dying. Here we are. Round oh nine. God. Round nine. we got to get up oh, here. They've, they've done that thing again. Two games what on a Friday. Oh, oh, oh. Kill him. Get him out. We want Dylan. Dylan. Not Gillen. We it's a tongue twister. I do love that meme where it's like Andrew D. Gillen, Illen, and it's like we've got it. Andrew Dylan. We've got we've got the new CEO. I do love that. Whoever posted that. But back to the footy tips. I don't like you oh. scoffing at that meme. I'm not appreciating uh, that. But Richmond versus Geelong. I didn't make it up. Richmond versus Geelong. MCG seven twenty. Who takes it out and what is the margin? As I browse here, this looks like the week. This feels like the week that we can break free because there's a lot of. I feel like there could be some upsets this week. Well, GW was great last week. 
you idiot. Toby Green was out. You if should it, have changed the tip. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I would have. That's I would have pivoted. Um. Oh, see this one already. It just—it's staring me in the face. I'm not going to overthink all these, Geelong. Oh my god, I got worried. What? How much are they winning by? Eleven. Is that our number 11. or thirteen? Oh, we'll go lucky thirteen for this one. Thirteen. Uh, you'll be enjoying staying up to about oh. midnight watching these games. Optus Stadium, eight forty p.m. God, Paul, what time is that there? That's a bit early for them. Gee, West Coast versus Gold Coast. I'm sure we're so, all watching this contest instead. We who is who's winning this one? Bronze Some one. of the tippers in the Carlton Football Cheer Squad community are going to try and get cute with this and tip the Eagles, and they'd be wrong because we're back with sons. And you know what? Matty Rowell is going to have a stomach full of that off the stadium turf, He's and gonna they're going to get over the line. Do you reckon like there's going into the Matty Rowell grass eating here, which could almost be we a can't analyze segment. this. Do you reckon like? He he's ever like gone to a ground and like had a bit of the grass and been like starts to feel ill and goes, It's not a good day. Like he's got the bad juju from the ground. Or hmm. whether like whether it's like a bit of a I don't know, like a, a premonition that he's able to read the grass in his stomach and know whether it's a good day or not. I'd love to ask this man questions. It'd be that man's mind would be unbelievable. We can get him on when he's a blue bagger, mate. <laughs> you we all know it. Give it a couple oh, of yeah. years and he'll be one of us. We'll Swans. Some in the mail. Swans, Swans to beat the free mantle Dockers on Saturday. Now we move to Tassie, Blundstone Arena, oh, North yuck. take on Port Adelaide. Who takes this? Oh, yeah. see, this feels like one of those ones, Ian. I kind of want to go back to being together again. I feel well, I feel lonely yeah. here. You're in the I, hot I, seat I and I like it. I like this fact that we've made this a hot seat. I absolutely love it. We almost need to rename this, get a sting going for it because it's your time to shine. And then when it's on me, it's because, look, long-term listeners of this podcast will know we always agree we're the same person. So I like the fact that this brings out the competitive nature where, yeah, I want you to get nine out of nine every week because it means we're doing well. But if you slip up, I get to absolutely abuse you. And that brings some fun and some competitive nature to this podcast. So, you know, you can do whatever you want, mate. You can maybe, maybe we do like a hot seat. Can we phone a friend? I don't know. That's really, really good. If you need out one week, I can help you, but you only get one. I don't know. Oh, I thought you meant like an actual friend of mine I could call, not you. Oh, yeah. Podcast colleague. Actually, that's even better. Call someone else up. That'd be great. Um, Bring him in. North, North, on on a, North are on a big losing streak. Port are on a big winning streak. They've smashed North the past few times. It's in Tassie. Ben Cunnington's omitted. The team must be firing if Ben's getting omitted. Go Port. Oh, I don't like that. I wanted you to go big. Next one, Hawthorne versus Melbourne, MCG. I'm going for Gee, this is a bad. Nine, this is a bad round to watch games of football. This is this it is, is it is yeah days. Uh, Brisbane versus Essendon at the Gabba. I feel like they you're very don't lose there. You're very vanilla so far, so I don't know where you're getting all these special upsets. But I think that's the thing. I think there's going to be a lot of people around our range that are going to try and get cute. Mm. And there's okay, there's like games it. here where you feel like you could get cute, but that's why we're going to stay. I stay like strong. the strategy. I like it. Brisbane, Essendon. Yeah, they don't lose up there. Carlton versus the Dogs. <laughs> yeah. Woof, woof. Now, we're going to win, but you know every single person in the thing is, yeah, no, then we're going to be even further behind. Blues. <laughs> You're like then we I've do got win, this, we look like idiots. I've got this tactic where we we just don't overthink it and we make sure because everyone's <laughs> gonna change their tips. We're gonna go against the majority. <laughs> exactly. Away. Uh Adelaide versus Saint. My Kinder. logic is flawed. I've just tipped all the favorites, haven't I? I think so. So far, yeah. according to this, you have, yes. Tip them all. Yep. Crows, pies. And then Collingwood as well. Oh, this is yeah. this is good. Well, watch it be we'll, nine. We'll, We'll come here next week, and if you have not gotten seven out of nine, eight out of nine, or nine out of nine, I get in the hot seat. So I'm excited to see what happens. I'm you sure know, the viewers and the listeners no, will be excited. Oh, no. I change yep. it. I change it. No, I'm backing them in. 
North wins. Hang on, how do, do you it. Get tips? I've never done this before. That's this is new to me. This is new to me. There you North go. There's your 10 minute the tip win. segment. I'm sure everybody Over. loved that. I'm sure everyone does. I'd love to. Yeah, I'm to sure there's something there. on our analytics to see if people just stop listening at this stage. So <laughs> we should investigate that. Call I like that. What I can like the people that, oh. put in the chat right now to say that they're still here? What could they do? They, something that everyone else would win? be like, why have you put that in the comment section? Something rogue. What should it be? What should it be? North. I don't want them to say North though. That sucks. <laughs> then, you, then you'd say it. No, no. You got nothing. I know. I got nothing. I got nothing. So We're if you're still hour. listening, I... you're still listening, which I can't believe you are. Let us know. Let us know if you get to the end of these. Let us know your footy tips. Let us know if you think Lockie's an idiot for tipping someone else. Abuse. No, I no, want no. plenty we of abuse. Ground. Verbal abuse in the comment section. Lobbied directly at Lockie. But that is going to wrap up this episode. I know people are feeling a bit down at the footy club at the moment. But the people are still going to the games. It is a sellout again. General admission is exhausted. So get down, support them. If you're still listening mm-hmm. to this, you love the baggers. So get there if you can. Get in full voice because the boys need it right now. And whatever happens on ground happens. But we can say we were there and we did our part because we're going to beat the doggies. They, they should change their name to the bloody Western Bunnies, to oh, be honest, because no. that's what they are to us. They're oh. not bloody Bulldogs. We're going to go on. We're going to beat him at Marvel Stadium. And we'll see you here next week with a W. Go Blues. See you guys next time.